God's word is a fire in my bones and I cannot keep it in. We are not building an institution or a program. We are building the kingdom of God. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Oh, good evening, friends. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Tonight, we'll take a look at God as comforter, his compassion. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. Yeah, don't be a pushover. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Again, thanks for taking time to tune in to the program. Wanted to direct you to our website, worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. If you're liking what you're hearing here tonight, go check out the ministry there. And also, you can check out resources we have available. One is just God of the Psalms, written by Charlie Wilcott, one of our bloggers, speaker, author for the ministry. Again, this is Do Not Keep Silent. And again, you can find us at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Dot org, the God of the Psalms, what I'll be sharing with you out of tonight. Psalm 8617 states, Show me a sign for good, that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed, because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Psalm 8617. Friends, David called for God to be present and present a sign not for him, but for those who hate him to see it and see that God was indeed on David's side. He had already received help from the Lord before and took comfort in that help. But here, David wanted confirmation to show his enemies that God had already acted on his behalf. Before I move forward, friends... Have you ever, you know, asked God, show me, show me that you're here. Show me that you're with me. Came through and you saw that and so strengthened your faith. Others of you, maybe not. I don't know. I've not lived out your experience in life. But friends, God comforts his people. He will avenge those who harm his children. He will bring rest and restitution To those who are his, when the enemy steals from his people, God will restore four times that which was stolen. We need to believe that, friends, and live it out. And that does not give anyone liberty to sin or to blow off resources. But it does give comfort that nothing can be taken by force, which will not be restored. I hope you heard that, friends. God is not a fluffy Comforter. He is not the stereotypical mother who pats her child on the head as he cries, saying, It's okay. He wants his children to cry on his shoulder. But he also grieves with them and is going to do something about it. Maybe not right away, maybe not in the preferred timing or the preferred manner, but he will do something. About it. And we need to have faith and trust in him that he will. Friends, there is no sin which will go unpunished, and he will especially, he will not allow sins against his children to go 
punished. God's solutions are not platitudes. God is never going to give a simple pat on the back answer that tells just what the person wants to hear. He will say what needs to be heard. A true answer, even when it brings judgment, will always be a greater comforter than the lie, and a lie intended to do something that's really nothing more than appealing to emotions. Friends, little illustrates this better than Pharaoh, Nebuchadnezzar, even Belshazzar, when dreams and visions took place. In Genesis 41, Pharaoh had the dream of a coming great harvest and a terrible famine afterwards. It greatly troubled him. And none of his wise men could provide an answer which comforted him. Joseph, however, did. Daniel did the same with Nebuchadnezzar's dream that we see in Daniel 2. Friends, the king was so troubled by the dream and knew his own wise men were just trying to buy time to give him an answer that he wanted to hear. Only Daniel could provide comfort. Daniel 5 has an even more interesting case because, well, Belshazzar saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, the handwriting literally on the wall. And after Daniel interpreted the writing, foretold, Of his own doom, Belshazzar promoted Daniel to number three in the kingdom. Why? Because he had heard the truth and it comforted him. Friends, God is a comforter of his people. He will speak truth in all cases. And truth will always give more peace and relief than any feel-good lie. No troubles will go unanswered. And all of God's people can take comfort in that. Friends, if you are a child of God, you can take comfort in that. Again, Psalm eighty-six seventeen says, Show me a sign for good, that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed, because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Psalm 86, 17. Again, taking a look at God the Comforter tonight, sharing with you out of the God of the Psalms, written by Charlie Wolcott, one of our bloggers, author, speaker for the ministry. Again, this is Do Not Keep Silent. You can find more about our parent ministry, Worldview Warriors, at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Coming up later on this half hour, I'll dig into God and his compassion, and if I have more time, I'll share with you more as well. Again, this is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us on the line at do not keep silent dot com. That's do not keep silent dot com. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink, with your host, Jason Dzurik. 
We see in Acts 2 that it says, Now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as everyone had need. Well, today I'd like to challenge you, dear listener, with having a biblical worldview mindset instead of having a mindset that's a secular humanistic worldview. You see, the choice really is yours to make. Are you putting your hope and trust and faith in a broken and what I will call a slave-making system? Or are you putting your faith and hope and trust in Almighty God? God and his people. You know, the church. As you can hear from that text I shared earlier, the biblical answer is to look to God Almighty and his people. To dig more into this idea, go read my blog post titled, There is a Better Way, Almighty God's Way, today. Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink, with your host, Jason DeZurek. I have had a number of people ask me to give an update on how being in a health co-op has been for me and my family. Many people are now beginning to realize that expanding government-run programs, departments, and power is really nothing more than a huge loss of freedom and liberty. Still others want to expand the government's power and influence in the lives of individuals across our nation. And just one way people are struggling in this thought process is how one deals with their own or their family's health care. Well, dear listener, I'd like to challenge you in this whole thing and have a biblical worldview instead of a secular, humanistic worldview and your mindset. You see, the choice really is up to you. Why not go find out more about this at my blog post titled, There is a Better Way, Almighty God's Way. Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. Yeah, go find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Dot org. With that last fast cast, I want to direct you to how being consistent changed everything. Wrote this a few years ago, a personal journey from security to living a life of liberty. It is available at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Friends, we are in such a time now where the church needs to really start being the church, just like we see and have seen in Acts 2. I really encourage you to consider, well, becoming more of a New Testament Christian. Choosing to look to God, not government, not another person, but to God for, well, supplying your needs. So many people have been asking me more about what a health co-op is and all that. Again, you can find out more about that at worldviewwarriors.org, how being consistent changed everything. Again, Acts 2, I believe Acts 2 is an example of what the church is supposed to look like. Acts 2, 42 through 47 states, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All of the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods. They gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Friends, I'm not trying to start a battle or divisions within the church at all, but let's consider this. What is the church? 
is it Sunday morning in a building singing a few songs and listening to the quote-unquote professionals sharing their wisdom? Or is the church the body of Christ living every day to bring glory to Christ in all that we do? The church is every day, friends, everywhere we are. Friends, it is not just a building. Friends, aren't you tired of living out the mundane and the boring and eating the table scraps you're receiving from this world? It's time for us to look to Christ and to start living out his ways, living the narrow path in the real world, in this world, living out the tough, narrow path that Jesus speaks of in the Sermon on the Mount that we find in the book of Matthew. Again, worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. How being consistent changed everything, a personal journey from security to living a life of liberty. You can find that at worldviewwarriors.org. Let's continue on now for this half hour. Been taking a look at the God of the Psalms, Psalm 8615. But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion. Oh, yes, we're going to talk about compassion now. And gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in mercy and truth. Friends, God is compassionate. He understands what each person is going through and the circumstances which have influenced each decision made. He also sees the motives behind each decision. When Jesus looked among the crowds during his ministry, he saw them as sheep without a shepherd. The people were helpless, lost, confused, following whoever moved in whatever direction, and easily subdued by the wolves of their day. Empathy is an emotion we experience when we see someone hurting. Compassion is a choice to do something about it. Jesus never stopped with empathy, and neither should we. He has compassion upon these people. But Jesus was not a pushover. Let's continue on. He had compassion when he saw the crowds before feeding the 5,000. However, John 6 details this feeding the walking on water miracle, and then addressing the crowd who wanted more food. The people noticed that Jesus had no feast prepared for them, yet managed to feed everyone, and they wanted to see him put on, oh, quote-unquote, another show. The second time, Jesus did not have the same compassion. He saw their hearts and knew they did not want truth, just more food. This is so important for us to understand. Friends, his message about not seeking physical food, but instead seeking his flesh and his blood, that their sustenance would be him, was so hard that it is estimated that 20,000 people left him and ceased following him at that moment. Jesus then turned to his disciples and asked them if they wanted to go too. Friends, have you ever thought about that part of that account? Jesus was compassionate 
but he was not gullible. He would not allow people to play the victim with him nor appeal to emotions to, to manipulate him. He responded to genuine and raw emotion, the desperation of knowing he was the only hope they had. Jesus frequently moved to address the physical needs initially, but he always went from physical need to spiritual need. The parable of the sheep and goats that we find in Matthew 25, Jesus showed how the sheep would tend to the physical needs of the lost, but the goats would not. A Christian who reflects Christ is someone who will tend to the poor and the destitute, but will also be wise enough to know against being played as the fool. As God showed us compassion in our sufferings, let us in return show compassion to those around us who are suffering. I've been sharing with you out of the God of the Psalm, Psalm 86.15, we see, But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. Again, the God of the Psalms written by Charlie Wolcott to study on the attributes, character, and actions of God in the Psalms. And friends, we, we can never fully know God's character. But the book of Psalms provides us with a rich and poetic description of who God is. Friends, this resource, this book available in paperback and Kindle at worldviewwarriors.org covers 90 different attributes, actions, and character traits of God that are found in the Psalms with explanations of how these help us know God in our lives today. Friends, it's basically a 90-day journey getting deeper with God and your knowledge with him and your relationship with him. Again, find that at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org, the God of the Psalms. This is Do Not Keep Silent. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink, with your host, Jason DeZurek. I have had a number of people ask me to give an update on how being in a health co-op has been for me and my family. Many people are now beginning to realize that expanding government-run programs, departments, and power is really nothing more than a huge loss of freedom and liberty. Still others want to expand the government's power and influence in the lives of individuals across our nation. And just one way people are struggling in this thought process is how one deals with their own or their family's health care. Well, dear listener, I'd like to challenge you in this whole thing and have a biblical worldview instead of a secular, humanistic worldview and your mindset. You see, the choice really is up to you. Why not go find out more about this at my blog post titled, There is a Better Way, Almighty God's Way. Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink, with your host, Jason DeZurek. Where is your faith? Have you been enlightened by the Word of God? Have you tasted God's goodness in your life? Have you experienced repentance? If so, don't fall away from that. Keep moving forward and growing and maturing. In your faith, I encourage you to continue to dig into God's Word and help your field to produce good crops. Don't give up 
practicing the faith or fall away from this true faith. Now, friends, if you have not experienced this enlightenment of faith, well, contact a Christian friend, a pastor, or us here at Worldview Warriors to help you get on the right path to tasting the goodness of God in your life. To dig more into this, check out Hebrews 6, 4 through 8. Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. Yeah, go find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Thank you so much for being a part of what's going on here with the ministry. Happy New Year, by the way, 2023. As this year is, well, kicking off, I've got some challenges I'd like to share with you and to consider. Friends, start to become observant of Satan's temptations when he twists the truth to try to draw you away from obeying God. Friends, be aware of what's going on. A wise man once told me, character is not built in trials. Character is tested in trials. It is built before the trial begins. Such incredible wisdom. One way this happens is by reading God's word and being open to what the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you. I also encourage you to find a man or a woman of God who can help train you up in God's ways. And I'm not talking about a pastor here. I am encouraging you to find someone that you know is a follower of Christ through their example of living their life for God. And I encourage you to slow down and pray. One more challenge to consider before we wrap up our time here. Begin memorizing scripture and storing it away in your heart. Friends, when Satan does tempt you and twists the word of God, you'll be ready for his attack. You'll be ready to attack with the truth of God then, with his word, just like Jesus did in the wilderness. However, when you do give in to Satan's bidding, as we all do at times, stand up and accept the consequences of your decision. Not only will you be less inclined to make the same mistake again, but you will also be taking a step toward a godly life of obedience as a spiritually mature adult. This is something all of us need to work on every single day with the help of the Holy Spirit. And friends, maybe you don't know where to start in regard to memorizing Scripture. Well, here's just a few suggestions. Psalm 1, James 1, Hebrews 5, 11 through 6, 6. Proverbs 22. How about Ephesians 6, 1 through 4? And friends, my last challenge you tonight... Do a self-examination to see if you are really trusting in God or not. Friends, these words of Jesus, I encourage you to listen to these very carefully. And are you actually doing this and being consistent with the scripture? Or are you worrying? Are you actually trusting your heavenly father? Again, Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more important than clothes look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them 
Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, all his splendor, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Again, that's Matthew six twenty-five and 30 through 34. I do encourage you, ask the Lord for help in following the scripture. Start living this out every single day. Instead of worrying, tell God, I'm trusting in you today. Keep a good attitude and realize that everything may not work out as you planned it, but it's okay. Friends, if God really does own it all, then trust him already. Friends, I've been sharing with you out of how being consistent changed everything. A personal journey from security to living a life of liberty. Friends, I encourage you to get out of a slave-like mindset. Get into a mindset of freedom, of liberty in Christ and in Christ alone. Galatians 5.1, go check that out for yourself. This is Do Not Keep Silent. My name is Jason Zurich, your host for the program. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. I am on Facebook, Jason Zurich, D E Z U R I K. Why not go find my page there? Like it, follow it, whatever. Let's forget friends. Love talking to people and debating as well. I'm all for that. <laughs> A good debate, though, not just arguing, friends. Arguing gets nowhere. This is. Do not keep silent. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. You go out and make today great. And we'll see you next time. Don't be a pushover. Find us online at do not keep silent.com.